In today's highly competitive mortgage industry, building profitable relationships with real estate agents is essential for success. However, finding effective ways to secure agent relationships can be a challenge. With so many mortgage loan originators vying for the attention of real estate agents, it can be difficult to stand out and establish meaningful connections. Our new case study featuring loan officer Chris Coghill is a must read. Chris has closed a remarkable 36 million in funded loans from agent referrals. And in this case study, he shares his proven strategies for building strong relationships with real estate agents and leveraging those relationships to drive more business. To get your hands on this resource, head over to locastudy.com and download your free copy of the case study today. You'll find actionable insights and practical tips that Chris used to close 36 million in funded loans from agent referrals and how you can too. Don't miss out. Go check it out right now. Visit locastudy.com and download your free copy today. Welcome to Mortgage Marketing Radio, brought to you by the Mortgage Marketing Institute, your number one source for truth in mortgage marketing. Hey, listeners, welcome to this episode of the Mortgage Marketing Radio podcast. So glad you tuned in, and I bet you're going to be glad too in just a couple of moments. So let's take care of a couple of housekeeping issues. Number one, first and foremost, hey, if you're a new listener, let me know. Give me a shout out on our Facebook page at the Mortgage Marketing Radio Podcast on Facebook. Look us up. And if you are a been listening for a while, you're getting value. Hey, we'd sure love you leaving a review wherever you listen to this podcast. Wanted to share a quick review with you from uh, John Dolbeck. John says, hey, the podcast is a great tool. I've used to increase my business over the last few years. The one-to-one podcast with top producers have been a great way to sharpen the saw. Jeff is great at always asking the question that I would have asked them. It's like he's reading my mind. That's what we do here, the mind meld. So thanks, uh, John Dolbeck, for that. Appreciate you. And so if you could do that, we'd appreciate that. Secondly, a couple quick announcements. Um, Due to much demand, uh, we are rolling out a very limited, exclusive, invite-only, small group, quick start coaching program called LO Launch. What is this? This is a six-week kind of boot camp, if you will, fast track to success and focusing on the key areas that we've been told loan officers want the most help with. That is number one, real estate agent referral partners, more success in getting in front of real estate agents, at capturing their attention, converting them, activating past relationships they've got with realtors, you know, soup to nuts, everything realtors. So that's going to be a key area of our six-week coaching program. In addition, we're going to talk about mining your past database for clients, right? Some smart, intelligent ways to do that. And then talking about building your personal brand, going consumer direct, online, social media, Facebook ads, video, all different strategies to help you build your personal brand, raise your awareness, and become chosen as the go-to lender in your local community, both among real estate agents and consumer direct. So uh, not sure when you're listening to this. So either we are already have a class underway or you need to get on the waiting list. Here's what you want to do now. You want to go over to lolaunch.me lolaunch.me. That's where you get more info and it is invite only. So um, we're not taking everybody. As I said, it's a very small group. It's an elite group. And so go there, learn more, and we'll be in touch with you to find out if you fit the profile of who we're looking for. That's that. And of course, uh, without, you know, uh, I'd be remiss in not mentioning if you're looking for um, a platform all about teaching agent classes, delivering you a done-for-you class every single month, an awesome topic with a proven system that gets butts and seats and loans in your pipeline, done-for-you agent classes, turnkey PowerPoints, speaker notes, handouts, video tutorials, coaching from me on all that, a private Facebook group, and more. Well, then go check out the MortgageMarketing.pro membership. And then lastly, we want to make sure say uh, hello to our fellow colleagues at the Industry Syndicate. What's the industry syndicate? It is real estate's first media network. You're looking for access to more good content shows, podcasts. That's where it can be found. Real estate mortgage focused over at the industry syndicate and it is industrysyndicate.com. So check that out for more details. All right, let's transition into my very special guest for this week. It is Nicole Ruth. 
Nicole Ruth out of Denver, Colorado is a superstar. Yes, she is. Rockstar who took her business in just under five years from $24 million to over $100 million. Folks, did you hear what I said? In under five years, went from $24 million to over $100 million. I mean, crazy, right? How do you do that? You're going to hear Nicole explain exactly how she did that. It's an education and a lesson on mindset and on making decisions and commitments and following through on yourself, integrity that you commit to yourself, to others and your family. Also, you're going to hear her talk about how she leads with education, wealth building through real estate. That is the primary you know, channel, if you will. Um, that is the primary brand that she communicates out there. She does tons of classes. I think she mentioned on this podcast, she was doing four alone uh, this month, perhaps. And a lot of her classes focus on educating real estate agents on the various topics of how to leverage uh, real estate to build wealth, but also personal branding, marketing, social media, mindset coaching. As a matter of fact, she's bringing in our mutual friend and mentor, um, Coach Bill Hart, author of White Collar Warrior. Bill was on the podcast last year, and uh, we look forward to having him back in the near future. But uh, she has taken her classes to the point where now she does them. She's got a consistent theme, right? The third Thursday of every month, it's called Agent Ignite. And right, it's a different, different topic every month. Hmm. Sounds interesting. Sounds a little bit like what you get through the Mortgage Marketing.pro membership with our tool that's called My Agent Classes. Hmm. Nicole said, you know, she spends hours creating those PowerPoint presentations herself. Good news is, like I had mentioned to her, hey, we've got a system that actually does those for you. And so just a little subtle plug right there. For those of you who haven't yet checked out MortgageMarketing.pro, that's where you can watch an eight-minute video all about that. So what I love about uh, what Nicole's doing is she's focused, she's intentional, she's driven, and she really understands what her area of expertise is. And that's where she works to spend most of her time because that's where she feels most energized and passionate. And that's where she gets the most results she possibly can. So I think you're going to really dig this week's episode. Um, She is, just to give you an idea, uh, let's see, 2018, over 353 families served for uh, over $116 million in funded loans. This comes right off her website at the Ruth team. We're going to put links in the show notes to all this stuff. Her YouTube video, you got to check it out. Talk about leading with transparency and education. Uh, she's got over 250 videos, over 100 just in her realtor education playlist. She's unbelievable, right? She's ranked among the top 100 mortgage advisors in the country. She's the number one uh, mortgage originator in, I believe, the state of Denver, a state of Denver, state of Colorado, city of Denver. You guys know what I'm saying. Why don't we just cut to the chase and welcome our special guest, Nicole Reith, on this week's show. Hey, Nicole, welcome to the show. Well, thank you for having me. Thank you for being here. I know you are super, super busy. So for the listeners, give us the quick backgrounder. Who is Nicole? How long have you been doing loans? And why do you still love it? Oh, gosh. (laughs) So I've been in mortgage lending for going on 18 years. But for a big chunk of that, I was in operations. I used to work for Arthur Anderson, Anderson Consulting, did the whole corporate route. Mm -hmm. I had three beautiful babies in a very short period of time and kind of gave up corporate route and went knocking on a door, said to a friend, hey, I need a job, something low-key, something to get me off the, the living room floor. Landed <laughs> in mortgage lending. Not, you know, I'm not the unique person that landed in mortgage lending. It's kind of the normal story. But started out in operations because that's what I knew. And it was about eight, nine years later, I was in a small little broker shop, me and one other person. He was all things sales. I was all things ops. Mm. We worked really well together until he had to pull out, move out of state, and then I'm faced with, hey, dang, we did a really good job. The phone's ringing and our marketing's doing well. So I started doing loans. It was a secret swim. Yeah, exactly. Like eight or nine years ago now. Eight or nine years ago. Yeah. And what do you still love about it? Because that's a, that's a long career trajectory. And I can tell just from you know observing you from a distance, you're passionate about it. So what about it makes you passionate? I love the fact that the business that we're in allows us to have such a unique impact, a lasting multi-generational impact Mm. on our clients. It's not like we're selling them a bar soap or a pair of shoes. And it's not even like we're selling them the biggest asset that they've ever bought because we are, Mm. but we're selling them the ability to build wealth in a way that no other asset can. I mean, this is so unique. If you really own that and lean into it and get excited about it, your clients 
get excited with you and they see the benefit. Like I've had so many client conversations where they come to me for transactional reasons. Mm -hmm. They leave as a relationship. They leave building wealth. They leave with a vision well beyond this single transaction. All right. Thank you for sharing that. So, and I hear you describe that. Um, that's very telling for, for the listeners and what, what it kind of, um, illuminates for me, if you will, is that, uh, you, number one, your, your, your borrower experience, I'm sure is quite different than the average borrower experience, but, but also trying to think, how do I articulate this is you, you really see your role is something beyond just kind of loan officer, if that makes sense. A hundred percent. Yeah. Without question. Uh, my whole team, we operate where we're really supporting and helping that client. Mm-hmm. Yes, I can close loans fast. Yes, we have market rates, competitive rates. Um, yes, we can do all of the loans that everybody else can do. But we bring this sense of purpose, the sense of vision, the sense of gratitude mm-hmm. um, that we are to do something bigger than that. Why is it so personal for you? Did you have a personal experience or something? I, yes. So it was, gosh, six years ago now when um, I had bumped into a gentleman kind of by chance. If I look at it, looking backwards, there was no real purpose to us meeting. Um, He wasn't handed to me. We kind of just ran into each other, kind of got off to a good start, had a cup of coffee. And he kind of took me under his wing. He was an older gentleman that had been in real estate for a long time. He was a realtor. And he just sat me down. We just started talking. It's like, you know, who do you know? What do you do? How do you look at things? And I was relatively new in the originating side. Um, And so he just kind of, we just started having conversations about this investing idea. Like, and it wasn't that he was a fix and flipper. He was a long-term investor. Mm -hmm. So he started talking about his investments, how he builds wealth, but from an older generation's viewpoint, you know, it wasn't about building multi-generational wealth. It was just about securing yourself against social security, right? Right. And so when he and I had these conversations, we're talking, we're talking. And then all of a sudden he brings up this fourplex that he's got Mm. and he says, you should buy this. (laughs) And I go, there is no way I'm not buying this uh, for so many reasons. And, but he kind of talked me into it and he, he talked me through the fear because I wanted to back out of that thing at least three or four times during the transaction. It was too big. It was too much money. There was too many things wrong. How do I deal with tenants? How do I get tenants? How do I evict tenants? Right. Everything. So, um, but he did talk me into it eventually. And so we went through the whole process, answering all the questions, and he held on. And then right after that, I ended up finding an opportunity for a little single family. And I held on to those two for about 18 months, maybe 24 months, just those two, and really getting my feet wet with the whole tenant situation and leases and turnover and management. I managed them. And all of a sudden, I started realizing, especially with the fourplex. I'm pulling in really good money and I don't need the money today. So I'm just dumping it right into the mortgage. Mm -hmm. And so all of a sudden I'm building this equity at an accelerated rate Mm -hmm. and it's starting to click that this is bigger than just throwing my money in the stock market or, you know, any other, any other financial opportunity I can make. So now it became an opportunity. So then I just started buying more and it took me a while from the first two, there's probably a lag of, you know, as I said, 24 months, a couple months or a couple of years, maybe, maybe as many as three before I bought the next one. And then the next set of, of buildings, fourplexes came rather quickly. So now I own um, 23 uh, investments. 23 all total. They're not all fourplexes? Uh, 23 doors. So oh, I do uh, have a number. Of that is the correct term in the investment. Yeah. Yes. 23 yes. doors. So your first investment property was a fourplex? The first one was a fourplex. Wow. Yeah. That's quite off a lot. Yeah. Yeah. It was scary because it's, you know, you've got roommate situations, right? Yeah. You got, well, he's doing this and he's doing that. And it's coming over the fence. And I'm just Were like, Are you living oh. in the fourplex, by the way? One of the no. units? No, no way. Okay. I got it. No. Uh, but I do help people do that, but I didn't know. Well, I it's, got, it's got to be the right area, you know? Yes. I mean, I, I have a friend of mine who invests in a similar situation in uh, Vegas, but not in the area you'd want to live in <laughs> Vegas, you know? <laughs> right. My yeah. first, uh, okay, quick sidebar. My first um, investment property was bought sight on scene in Smyrna, Tennessee. It was a condo and I bought into the pitch that, you know, Nissan's opening up a plant there and that's where all the job growth is and all that stuff. Well, I got the hard lesson of being a landlord when a pipe burst in the middle of the night and flooded into my neighbor's condo 
after which they sued me. Right? Oh my gosh. Yeah. I'm like, Oh, this is fun. Yeah. <laughs> but no, that's all. Awesome. I love that. I mean, 23, man, first of all, congratulations to you for having the courage of that. How come more people don't do that? How come more loan officers don't do that? Don't invest. Yeah. Or don't, 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 yeah. Don't invest. Don't buy, invest in your own product. You know? Right. It, yeah. Cause it was a couple years before I did. I don't know. Uh, I wish they would because they, they'd serve their clients better if they understood the mm. product that they were selling. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, yeah, I'm sure that's it, giving you a t- now investors. Is that kind of one of your niches? First time investors are the repeat, the, the larger investors, um, they're going to typically go wholesale hard money. Right. They're going to go, you know, local bank portfolio type situations. I mean, Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac, I mean, we can do up to 10 finance properties and I'll have clients that have 10 and they're restructuring and they're pulling cash out of this one to pay off two or three others to be able to pull yeah. another one in or buy another one. So, I mean, the advantages to go with Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac on an investment are substantial compared to hard money or even portfolio. So if you can restructure your portfolio so that you stay at that 10 and then sometimes you just can't, yeah. but um, we, we try to help a lot of people once they start going and then if they're fixing flipping, obviously that doesn't work well with our world. Right. That's going to be more hard money. So we do work with, I teach a lot of classes around mm-hmm. first time home investors. How do you get over the fear? Um, where it is buying that fourplex to begin with was overwhelming, especially yeah. as a woman. And, and my husband was there to support me, but he really leaned on me. I was the one that was in the industry. He was right was traveling a lot. And so I had to make a lot of the decisions and we're not taught at an early age in general, especially as a woman, mm-hmm. how to make those kind of financial decisions and leaps. Right. And so to have somebody come alongside you is really important. So that's kind of been my passion mm-hmm. for building this business and working with uh, first-time home investors, much like my trusted advisor did for me on my first one. Well, that's cool. It's nice to have mentors that help you on your way. Um, have you always been passionate about education? Uh, I, I know I forget the exact tagline you guys use, but you know, yeah. edu- you're, you're passionate about education, educating people about leveraging real estate to build wealth, right? Yes. Yeah. We talk all the time about uh, building wealth through real estate is kind of our tagline. Yeah. And then we have a, we believe statement, you know, that we believe in sleeping better at night, giving people the opportunity to build multi-generational wealth through real estate. And, and, and I have to say, I was watching one of your videos earlier and you, uh, you go deep with the education. You're talking, you're talking quantitative easing. <laughs> I did. Like, <laughs> I do a monthly market trends report. So that one, that was more business to business. That's for the realtors. Yeah. I've real, they're like, what's that? <laughs> yeah. They need some help educating, but that's, so I'm curious then. Um, all right, I'm going to transition into more. Let's get a bit tactical because those listening want to know, um, if, if I'm correct, right? So. All right, let me go back to your website here real quickly. I love your website, by the way. Very well done. Very professional. Uh, what I like best about it is the rolling numbers that pop up on how many <laughs> you served right. last year. Let me get back because I got a couple of pages here open for you. But in 2018, yep. I'm just gonna refresh the page because I love to see that. It's like a telethon. <laughs> you know the number. How many families did you help? We actually, 363. So uh, I did notice the website had 353. I think I was typing too fast when I, I updated the website. But uh, yeah, no, it was 363 families that served uh, for 100, over 113 million. Personally, 119, I think, in the branch, which includes um, my husband joined me. So I, oh, wow. I persuaded him over to the dark side. He left corporate America. And he only does reverse mortgages. So I'm the only producer in my branch. And then he supports our clients and our financial planners with reverse mortgage options. Nice. Good team there. He my number on that website a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. Good, good, good. Um, Okay. So that's a big number. You then, that puts you at the number one spot for Fairway company-wide? The number one producing branch manager. So there's a couple of us at the top. Uh, When I look at the Mortgage Originators Magazine, uh, I'm the top originator in the state of Colorado, and there's a handful of fairway folks right up there in the the top sixty with me. Wow! Congrats. But, but further up. <laughs> that is that is an awesome achievement. You should be incredibly proud. 
Yes. Because uh, any of us listening, right, we know it's not easy. Um, you've definitely put in your sweat equity. So speaking of that, let's then transition because um, what caught my attention was kind of your trajectory. If I can bring this back up, it was just about, what, roughly four years ago, you, you did, what, $25 million? Yeah, so I went from 24 to 48 to 78 to 101 to 113. All right. And yeah. as you know, the question that's coming next. Right. <laughs> how the heck did you do that? <laughs> yeah. You know, I, I really do think it's um, once you decide what you want to do, right? You decide what you're passionate about. You decide what your branding is, what your lane is, and I talk about that all the time, is what's your lane, then you dive all in into that lane. And that, I think, has been the difference because it's really easy in this industry to chase shiny pennies. I mean, it's like so easy. Everybody wants a part of the mortgage industry and the originators that um, work here, right? So once you say yes to this lane, I get to say no to all the rest of the stuff, which is beautiful. Like I'm not good at leads. I'm not good at one-on-one videos. I'm really good on one-to-many. I'm really good about speaking of a message that I'm passionate about. So I'm not good at a lot of things. Because <laughs> so I started listing out, I'm not good at more things than I'm good at. But I know what I'm good at. And yeah. so if I focus on those things and I focus at leaning into the passion, mm-hmm. then I get to I get to spend my time there, right? And I get mm-hmm. to design ways to get that message out. I get to to be in front of the camera, I get to be in front of the clients, I get to to talk about how exciting this industry really is. Right. And so I do get invited to uh, speak in front of a lot of aging groups, kind of instilling that passion in them because it's a hard market. There's a lot of disruption going on right now and people are trying to figure out where they belong and what their lane is and what their branding is. And, and if they don't have that innate sense, then they're going to get swallowed up by the Zillow's and open doors. So I, I think that's what's given me the the growth is just the passion. Yeah, we'll come back to the the, the disruptors for let me just make a note okay. here. Um, but but I have to ask you just for clarification. I think I know the answer, but what 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 is your lane? So our lane, it really is the whole concept around the building wealth through real estate. So my lane is using the history that I've had over the last eight years in um, property. Uh, ownership, right? And the bumps and the bruises and everything that I learned and taking that and turning it around and helping others. Mm -hmm. So it's through teaching, it's through the mode in which I get to do it is through the presenting, is through the video, is through the classes that I teach. Mm -hmm. The lane is really about working with realtors and helping more buyers understand and capitalize on the opportunities that they have in real estate. And and really then I guess it comes back to you're educating people. Uh, being a guide for them along that journey. Yeah. And it's deciding that, you know, I don't work well with financial planners. I don't work well with CPAs and divorce attorneys and new builds and yada, yada, yada. Right. Because if I started chasing them, then I wouldn't be everything that I am to the realtors that I serve. So, so you've gone all in on real estate agents. I have. have. Uh, How did you know uh, maybe it's just trial and error and experience, but how did you decide that, you know what, this is my lane. It's not financial planners to, to use your example. Did you, did you try financial planners and it just didn't feel right? I tried financial planners and it's a different cycle. It's mm-hmm. a different mode that I've got to communicate with them. Right. Um, and it's a different series of touch points that I've got to do. Right. Mm-hmm. So I have no doubt I can do it. I have sure. no doubt I can do any one of those things, but it takes me away from the presentations and the classes and the dedication that I have to this group, I already give like a number of different presentations on any given week. This week, as an example, I have four different presentations I'm giving on slightly various topics, mm-hmm. in real estate groups. If I then add on presentations and conversations I need to have with builders and with financial planners, I, I just don't have enough hours in the day. I already work yeah. a lot. Yeah. And, and you dilute your focus, which is, I think, what you're realizing. Yes. Um, yeah. No, that's great. Uh, because to your point there about if you add on, if you add on, it's like the old saying is like, you know, saying no is, is, is oftentimes more powerful than saying yes, what you say no to, right? Um, so it allows you to really kind of live in that space that you are energized by, which maybe you're similar to me in the fact that you get energized by teaching classes. 
I totally get jazzed up by teaching classes. No, yeah. I love. I love. Um, I don't love being in front of the camera per se. I right. love having the opportunity to reach in and talk to so many more people at a time. Mm. So I love the the impact that video has. I love the aspect of classes. I mean, we'll do classroom settings anywhere from twenty to sixty mm-hmm. agents in a room, right? Depending on the topic or depending on the time of the year. Um, I was able to give a presentation at DMAR, our local association of realtors to 400 agents. And that would freak most people out. Mm -hmm. And I was like, so excited about it that Mm -hmm. I didn't sleep at all the night before. And it wasn't a fear. It was, it was truly the excitement. Were you always comfortable speaking to large groups? No, Mm. no, it, you know, I, I've always talked to some level, but (laughs) it's time. I'm a, I'm a bike rider. So it is absolutely time to saddle. That's a solo sport. So huh? that's a solo sport, isn't it? It's, it's totally solo sport, yeah. but it's one where I can, I can go really fast and nobody gets in my way. There you go. Yeah. Competitiveness in me. I get to take it out on my bike. Nice. But, uh, I do. It, it's time to settle. It, it's doing it and doing, ah, okay. it, doing it again and doing it again that you get more comfortable and you're allowed to. And I even say it like, if you went back and looked at a video of me from four years ago, <laughs> they're, they're awful. They're we've all, all got that yeah <laughs> no but the, so there's a couple of key lessons here is um one of the things you said are about the camera is you don't love the camera you don't love being on video and i think first of all thanks for sh- being honest with that because i think most of us don't right i mean it's a little bit awkward and we're a little bit self-conscious but here's the trick gang is you focus on like you said, the impact and the reach, or for me, it's like, I focus on the message I'm trying to communicate and who I'm trying to impact on the other end. Right. hundred percent. Yeah. I'm always visualizing that person that I'm talking to yeah. on the other side of the camera. Yeah. And that gets you over the whole, Hey, how do I look thing? You're just like, I don't give a damn how I look. Cause I'm here to just present a message, man. Right. You know, I'll look at some later. I'm like, Oh, that was a bad hair day. And I'm just whatever. I right. can't, can't change it now. No, but the key is, is really for everybody, you know, I mean, I just did a class earlier today with realtors. It was like 20 in the room. It's like, Hey, how many of you are on video? Like two hands out of 20, you know, it's like, we know they need to be on video, but they got all the BS getting in their way, you know? Right. Right. Just need to get over it. Um, when did you realize that speaking into groups of agents was, was kind of a game changer for you? So, um, it was, I've only been, well, I started my fourth year. So we, it was probably mm-hmm. by the second year, I figured out that this was going to be our niche. The whole first year I had made a commitment that I was going to do it. Mm-hmm. So, um, I wasn't planning on it. I was planning on just having a little January. Thank you event. Right. I was talked into making it a bigger year long event and committing. I committed. And then when I commit, I'm done. Like I got it. I put it on the calendar and it's going to happen. And the first year was a struggle. It was you know, how do you get the butts and seats? How, what's the messaging that I'm putting out there? Who am I attracting? How do I find them? How do I RSVP system them? How do I feed them? Hmm. Everything, right? And there's some trial and error to that. But by the end of the first year, we kind of had figured it out. And it was a lot of hardship to get there and a lot of hours to put butts and seats. But once you figured it out, and I started figuring out, then that almost then duplicated what I got passionate about. Because I got to speak about it, more often than before, it really started to cement who I was inside that passion, right? How do I express it? And so the second year was when I started realizing this is, this is our lane. This is where we belong. And did you see results, you know, quickly from the classes? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, the, the volume takes care of itself, right? That's, and we, I always tell everybody, it's not about it's not about the number of transactions. It's not about the money. It's about being able to lean in mm-hmm. and the fact that people recognize that this is me, right? Like this is the authentic mm-hmm. Nicole Ruth for better, for worse. Like I'm not all jovial and you're not going to see me as a comic and you're not going to see me making jokes and you're not going to see me do a lot of things. I don't lighten up. Very well. I, I tend to be really excited and passionate about this one thing. And, and I talk about it a lot. But people know that by now. They know I talk with my hands. They know that I, I lean in and I get involved and they, they they get what I am. They know who I am at this point. Yep. You're just being real, showing up as your authentic self, you know? Yes. Um, all right. So, you and I love that we're talking about this because I don't know if you know this or not, but I've been preaching and teaching classes for like 10 years and, God, and it's, it. just, it's just interesting. It seems to be LOs are maybe finally coming around because 
you know, of the market shifts and the, you know, the, the, the volume of overall business is down. Now they're like, gee, I guess I better go back to like, you know, marketing and sales 101 and get in front of people. Um, I noticed you've evolved and I see a number of loan officers do this. You evolved into the uh, Agent Ignite program, right? So Agent Ignite is the name I gave my class four years ago. Okay. So it kind of evolved um, on its own. Mm-hmm. Uh, people know that, you know, I'm sure there's an Agent Ignite anywhere else and, and it's not an uncommon name, sure. um, Ignite, but that was just a name that we loved the inspiration. It was, <laughs> it was first Realtor Ignite. Uh-huh. Uh, I did that for probably seven years. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I learned that later. So uh, I probably did that for seven or eight months. Uh, and I had the website and I was like, right. oh, did I get Realtor Ignite? Yeah, I got the website. I got all that stuff. And then I got a call from NAR. <laughs> love it yeah i've had so. something like that happen too where it's just like ah, oh, it's a trademark you know <laughs> I, was like, what? I was like so how long do i have right <laughs> so but 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 i think what's really cool about this is, is it goes back to what you said earlier so you know decide know your lane you know i'm checking my notes and so you, you decided you were going to use classes as kind of like your, your your platform like if you think about the, the book from from michael hyatt right and he talks about platform and and in today's noisy world how do you rise above the noise and i love the fact that you said you recognize what you're not good at we didn't touch into social media yet and and, and i don't want to make any assumptions but it seems to me like you're clear on your lane not that you're not on social because you are but your your lane is much more face-to-face in front of groups yes so okay. we have a, a pretty strong social presence i think we're mm-hmm. Um, we're on all the channels and we're talking about the events that we have. We broadcast those a lot, not broadcast them live, but uh, advertise for them. Um, We also do like daily postings on what's going on in the market. Our postings are definitely more informational. They're definitely more, I'm on the market trends committee of our DMAR, which is our uh, Denver Mm -hmm. Metro Association of Realtors. And so we put out a 28 page, I'm, plus or minusing a couple pages, market trends report every month. And it goes through all the stats of the market. And I'm on that committee, take a big part of that. That's why I did the video that you saw uh, that gets a little bit more uh, theoretical. And so I put that out every month. And I do lean into the data because the data helps me be a better landowner. It helps me be a better mortgage professional. It helps me be a better partner to my realtors. Mm -hmm. So being the kind of data geek that I am, you'll see a lot of our postings are centered around, you know, what DMAR is saying, what NAR is saying, what's this month we have a, a campaign going on for National uh, Women's History Month, right? So we're talking about women and, and how far behind we are. You know, you look at the numbers on our consumer choices and we're, you know, 91% and 86%. You look at all these numbers of our involvement in all these consumer purchases. You put the word investment in front of in front of housing, and all of a sudden it drops to 25% of women are involved in investment mm. real estate. You talk about a regular investment or a regular real estate purchase, and the number is is like 91%. So yeah. those are the kinds of things that you're going to see on our social media to, to circle back to that, not regretfully or, or not regretfully, my kids and the dogs and the, the you know, pictures of houses. And it's not a, I need to start to be more authentic and be, you know, some of that personal side on social. But I, I tend to just lean into the data because I love it so much. Uh, you know who uh, you reminded me? So you're a, you're a road biker. Do you know uh, uh, the realtor Nick Nick Nicole Nicolay? I don't. If if I not, I'll I'll send you a link to her. But she's um she's a realtor up in uh, the North uh, Bay Area of California, and she's okay. a big time triathlon gal. And yes. So you would have a lot in common. Yep. Uh, and she does a lot of you know like pictures of her on her bike or she's competing or she's like busting her ass for a workout or whatever. She's like, you know, sharing all that up. Oh, that's fantastic. Yeah. And I, I used to do that more cause I was an adventure race uh, right. competitor. Mm-hmm. So loved that. Um, I adventure worked race like, like, um, like what tough mutter or, uh, yep. Did all yeah. those. Yeah. Yep. Well, those are tough. A lot of fun. Yeah. I, I, I've been wanting to sign up for, um, What's the other one? The Ninja, not the Ninja, the Spartan. Oh, the Spartan. Yes. Have you done that? I have. I've done those too. And we did at the height of the game. Okay. This is back when I was, was I 30? No, I wasn't. I was 40. When I was 40, I did um, a six day adventure race Oof. in Utah. So that was the primal quest. That was a, a big thing. I was even on TV. Um, so I, it was a lot of fun. Yeah. That's I, awesome. I 
<laughs> six days. Yeah, that's that's a long stretch. Oh, um, okay. So what, what? Back to the whole classes thing. I mean, the, here's what's great, right? Back to the like you just you just made a decision. You're going all in. You're in your lane. You even we're so committed to it. You gave it a name instead of like oh, I think I'm gonna mess around with classes or whatever. Do you do um, any CE classes? I do. So there's a handful of my classes that I, I see. I don't do that as a staple. Right. Um, I'd say that there's a handful like renovation loans and, and you know, mortgage 101. And yep. uh, gosh, what do I do? We're at the reverse mortgage. We put a CE right. on that one. So there's right. a handful of them I do. Yeah, but it's not like, you know, your see, here's the thing. <laughs> I hear a lot of LOs. They're like, you know, I have to do a CE class. And I'm like, why? No, you don't. No. You do a ton of classes that aren't CE classes. No, I do. Most of my classes are not CE classes, but it's about content. It's about, is it relevant to the problems that they're facing today? Am I giving them something that's, and sometimes it's completely out of the box. Sometimes it doesn't have anything to do with real estate, but it might just give them a different idea. It might give them a different vantage point to get them outside of their typical train of thought. So I try to be relevant, helpful, business propelling, and sometimes it's just motivational. Well, exactly. It's like you said, it's like you're trying to deliver value. You're pouring into them. And here's what I often say is that, look, what they struggle with as a realtor is often the same issues we struggle with, right? How to manage your business, marketing, branding, social media, all that kind of stuff. It's like, so I'm sure by you taking ownership of educating and teaching, that's partly how you learn, right? Oh, a hundred percent. Me doing these... I would say now, like, cause I'm always reading every morning, I'm reading articles, I'm listening to podcasts, but a lot of my learning comes from having to put these presentations together. Right. If I've got to put together a 45 minute presentation on the current market trends or buying your first investment or uh, branding, mm-hmm. I've got to figure out what that whole topic concept is and then condense it into a 40 minute conversation. So yep. it takes, I probably put three, four hours into every 40 minute presentation. And I do it all myself. I create all the slides. I create all the data. Mm-hmm. I can't let somebody else own that. That's mine. Ooh, there you go. Can't let somebody own that. Yeah. Um, I put about 20 hours into mine, so I want to know your secret. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, speaking, speaking of different topics, we have to uh, give a shout out here because on, on March 21st, you are bringing in somebody who's been a big part of, I think your journey and your growth. And that is, uh, I'm just getting back to my camera here to make sure that Bill's book comes in view. Uh, yeah. speaking of pouring in and adding value, Bill Hart, if you're listening to this, Bill was on the podcast last year, white collar warrior, great book. If anybody's listening, if you haven't got it yet, white collar warrior on Amazon, Bill Hart, or go to, I think it's white collar, white collar warrior book.com. Hopefully I'm getting that right. But, um, tell us why you're bringing Bill Hart in. He's one, right? He's an amazing guy. Yeah. Two is he's been a huge part of the growth that I've seen. Mm-hmm. Um, I have, I have two incredible coaches and I have to give a shout out to Sarah Middleton, who is a champion for Fairway Mortgage. I mean, really she's been instrumental in its growth over the last five years. And she introduced me to Fairway Mortgage, mm-hmm. Sarah Middleton, and then Bill Hart have coached me for the last four years and they totally different perspectives, one inside Fairway, one outside Fairway. And Bill has offered a perspective of that lane, right? From all the people that he talks to, it's, it's that feedback loop yeah. on what it is that I'm doing, how I can continue to, to tighten it up, to really laser focus mm-hmm. where I'm going. Because again, it's that being able to say no to everything else makes this lane really sweet. And so he's kept me on the lane. He's continuously pushed me towards bigger numbers. He's, he's championed and celebrated the wins with me. So it's been really phenomenal. And now he's got his own podcast, right? Called yeah. All In. Yep. And so we're talking at this agent Ignite, we're talking about branding. We're talking about that micro level. How do you separate yourself from, from the Zillows, from the open doors? Mm. You know, and lenders are, we're right there too. Like we've been fighting Quicken for right. years. Like this right. is not new to us. So for us to go, hey, this, this big brother is coming in from the side door. Um, so how do we do that together? How do we differentiate? How do we brand ourselves to, to not play their game, but to play our game, right? Cause right. they can't, I can't play theirs and they, they can't play my game. Like I'm really good at my game and it's not one that they can play. So, uh, so he's coming in and then he's going to take that one step further and go, how are you all in? Like, so, okay, you decided your lane, you figured out your branding. How do you multiply that? Right. So how do you multiply the success by being all in? 
So in the, in the remaining minutes we have, you did talk about the Zillow thing. What is your game? What do you mean how, how you can't play quick under Zillow's game and they're not, they can't play your game? Well, I don't have the money behind the technology, right? That's not my game. They have, they've done what they've done. If I think of the Zillow, Zillow and, and Quicken, I'll just take those, right? The, the two mm-hmm. biggest probably competitors in the real estate world, real estate yep. and, and lending. Right. Um, they've created their own niche. People go to them to research, to find the data, to, to do that legwork. Um, but that's, that's their game. And they've got all those people that are coming on the internet People surfing on the internet, um, although I look at and I work on SEO, they might not find me because Quicken and, and they're going to pop up. But but my game is relational, right? My game is down here, boots on the ground. My game is I know the Denver market. Um, I'm not trying to even play the game in Salt Lake City or, or Los Angeles, right? I'm playing the game here because my 23 doors are here. Mm. My market knowledge is here. My kids are here. I just helped my 20-year-old buy his first house. Mm-hmm. uh last spring so how my game i know this game quicken yeah. can't play this one they don't have boots on the ground and they can't compete at the level that i'm competing in the way i'm competing right. with the classes with the video with the content mm. well no that that's 100 thank you uh right on there um and I was going to ask you earlier about like some of the things you might do differently in your, your, your customer process, like, you know, from your first conversation and stuff. I mean, I know you lead with transparency and education. So right. let me ask it this way. Um, I mean, I'm just kind of getting a sense of who you are. I know the answer is like, yes, I'm intentional about, right. The first words out of my mouth. When I, talk. I know, but, but here's the thing, right. Uh, you've seen LOs. I see LOs all the time where they aren't aware or conscious or not being intentional about differentiating that borrower experience, therefore they're going to lose to somebody right. like a Quicken or Zillow. Agreed? If you're transactional, so yeah. is Quicken and Zillow. Yeah. I mean, that's, you're playing their game. Mm-hmm. So how do you get relational through your, through your question and answer process when you're taking a 1003 through some of the like, you know, Ritz Carlton level service you deliver or what? Right. So we do, um, we are intentional about getting to know each client's goals. Okay. Right. And, and that's just my lane, right? Anybody else can do it differently. They can come in and learn about the kids and the dogs and the, the family and the lifestyle and all these other things, or they could, uh, I know a couple people right off the top of my head that have kind of this more structured, mm-hmm. um, wealth building type of a, a spreadsheet that they go over and plan. I, we talk about building wealth. We talk about, okay, so is this your only house or is this your first house? Like, where are we going from here? because it changes the loan options I present to you. Mm-hmm. So it's about being that um, champion for them long-term. It's about building that relationship, not just for this home, but for the next five. Are you and, taking a lot of, sorry to interrupt, but um, are you taking a lot of the, um, you know, the incoming first calls when you get a referral from a realtor or whatever? Personally? Yeah, personally. Or, okay. Um, I take, uh, I don't take all of them. I, I do take a number of them, especially if they're looking to invest. Okay. I'll have those initial conversations and then um, I'll have one of my production partners work with those clients going forward. Uh, Cause we talk about the fact that we, it wouldn't be fair for me to be that person that liaison for each borrower, because I I'm just not in the office as much as they are. Yep. They're in the office all the time. So for them to be the liaison through the whole process gives them a step up in customer service. Okay. So I can lean into them, find the solution, help them out, and then they'll take it over from there. Got it. Okay. What are you doing differently uh, as we enter 2019 maybe that you haven't done before? So we are continuing to look at additional education opportunities. So what can we do to meet our clients where the need is? We know, I know that there's um, this whole conversation around the recession and what's going to happen and is it going to be a bust and you know we saw it right i mean december fourth quarter was was awful first quarter started out slow mm. january actually was backwards was negative and february is is you know catapulting across the ground it's like inchworming but we're it's it's slowly building you can feel it like it's building the momentum so mm. you have to lean in to your buyers and sellers because they're getting their news 
from national news and from clickbait, if you will, that those headlines that you can't even read the article because you don't have a subscription. Right. (laughs) So, uh, and of course they work those headlines so well. And so it's, it's our job to, to kind of continue to lean in and help them understand that the data supports the strength of not only the economy, but the housing market. Hmm. And so what we're doing in 2019 is really leaning into that. How can we continue to get that messaging out? Like we did some stuff at the end of 2018 uh, around that and created kind of a different, some, some different video content that we're doing around the market trends. And we created uh, additional pages on our website and outlets for um, getting that messaging out there. And now we're looking to continue that in 2019. So if I heard you correctly, then you are using data to support buying a house or investing. Oh, 100%. Hmm. It is, I, I can support the opportunities in housing six different ways. I am a math geek. I mean, I graduated with an accounting and finance major. <laughs> I love the numbers and the numbers have the benefit of not lying. Like they right. are what they are and either they work for you or they don't. Hundred percent, and I, you know, whether you're using Mortgage Coach or some tool like that out there, um, that it's it's you know, keep in mind, like you said earlier, I think it was you know, referring to the fact that we've got this this perception to overcome, and it's one thing to say, hey, now's a great time to buy, versus to present, well, here's what the data's saying about why is it now a good time to buy. Right. Agreed. Yeah, and that that just helps you obviously look more as a professional. Uh, it builds trust and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, so right on. Uh, Lastly, I want to close out real quickly with video. Your YouTube channel is just like amazing. Um, you've got, if I'm, I'm correct, over 100 videos on your right. Realtor Education playlist. Um, let's see, playlist has over 100 videos and your Realtor. So do you have two different playlists, Realtor Education and then a different one? We have a list of playlists. So we have um, content. Uh, we cycle through concepts, right? So we might have helping your children uh, buy a home helping your elderly parents move, you know, next to you, what's the relationship look like women's month. We've got a playlist for that. And then we stick the ones that are relevant to realtors and realtor and then mortgage education. So we have, I don't even know, 12 playlists probably. But you've got over 250 videos. Yes. Wow. Yeah. Um, what's real quickly, how do you, how do you structure or schedule those? You're, you're kind of like your filming schedule. Um, so we have themes and so I'll record theme videos at the beginning of the month so that we can schedule those out during the month. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we have, you know, like breaking news type videos, you know, the federal reserve board just met, and this is what they did, or Zillow just broke into the Denver market. Um, so we'll have those. And then every once in a while we'll have, um, uh, you know, like we have a couple of client appreciation events. So we might have a video around that, that we just kind of throw up there real quick. Or uh, invites to our events go up there as well. So, yeah. but, so it's a myriad. Like I, some of them are very scheduled, and then some of them are just based on uh, ad hoc when the news comes out. Yeah. Well, I mean, your realtor education playlist itself's got 122. The agent ignite's got 110. Mortgage education's got 120. Yeah, right. you're racking up some serious videos. Do you? By the way, I'm curious. Has has what's been kind of like the you know, the ripple effect of everything you're doing education and video wise. Is that the ripple and really the goal? So I was trying to think, what is the ripple effect of I mean it's hard to separate out to say, well, this did that and, and this right. other. it's a greater role. Do you see it feel a greater sense of like, hey Nicole, I've seen your videos or hey, you're the you know what I'm saying? That kind of bubbles yeah. up. Yes. And we do. A lot of people will say that. Or they'll say, Hey, I forwarded that video on to my clients. Yep. Or it gives them access to content that is it's like, you know, it's like having a kid and having a best friend tell your kid something versus you telling them something, something <laughs> it works out better if somebody yeah. else is a third party expert. Oh, yeah. uh, so it's, it's that it's being able to give the realtor something that they can pass on. Mm-hmm. And a lot of our realtors in the Denver market know our name. So of course. know us when we put in an offer, they're like, Oh, Nicole Ruth, we, you know, it, it's just, it helps with, getting the image out there, getting the branding out there, getting our name out there, which ultimately the only reason I'm doing that is to help my clients, help more clients build that wealth through real estate and be an advocate for them and their kids, right? You're building multi-generational wealth. I imagine you've helped a number of your realtors get started with their own investment plan. I have. Yeah. That's, that's a good feeling. That's awesome. That's fantastic. All right. So 
we are out of time because you're crazy busy and uh, I got to go pick up my son from school. How's that? <laughs> I'll be there soon. Don't worry. Um, no, but I greatly appreciate you making time for being here today. Thank you for sharing your story. And I think it's inspiring for anybody who, you know, wants some help in getting clear, making a decision on what's your lane, go all in, right. And just right. be your authentic self. Right. 100%. Awesome. If anybody wants to reach out to you, what's the best place for them to find you? Well, our website's got all my contact all over it. I give my cell phone out to everybody. <laughs> you do? Yeah, I do. I have no boundaries. <laughs> so, All right, go ahead. <laughs> if somebody wants to call me, they can. It's uh, 303-808-2300. Or you can check out our website. It's theroofteam.com. Right. And we're going to put links to all that in the show notes, everything else we talked about, uh, Bill Hart's book, all that fun stuff. So Nicole, can't thank you enough. And hopefully I get to cross paths with you sometime at an event or when I'm in Denver or whatever. Absolutely. Would love it. It was a pleasure. All right. You take care. All right. Have a great day. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to Mortgage Marketing Radio. Want more truth in mortgage marketing? Get more free training and resources at MortgageMarketingInstitute.com. Hey guys, what's up? Real quick, uh, you've heard about the Mortgage Marketing Pro membership before. And I just want to quickly remind you if that you're in a place in your business where you simply need more purchase loans, you need to fill your pipeline with purchase business. Let's just face it. Agents are still a solid pillar of business and sources of purchase business for you. Well, good news. Our Mortgage Marketing Pro membership helps loan officers like you close more loans without the hassle of chasing agents or cold calling. Done for you agent classes, expert training videos, a marketing automation platform that automates the entire process for you, everything you need to build your personal brand in your local market, attract and convert agents into referral partners, plus done for you proven marketing materials and plug and play content to make promoting your class, getting agents butts and seats, partnering with affiliates real easy. But that's not all. You'll also get access to our weekly mastermind calls with top LOs, authors, speakers, and coaches to learn the best strategies to grow your business right now in today's market. And as an extra bonus for a limited time, for all new members, you'll get access to a database of 200 agents in your local market that have closed anywhere to, from eight to 50 transactions in the last 12 months. And we'll provide that list upload into our platform for you so you can get off to a fast start in reaching actually productive agents. So what are you waiting for? You can check out more at mortgagemarketing.pro, see more of the success stories there. And if you feel compelled to do so, book a call. We'll have a chat. We'll see if it's a fit. Don't miss out on this opportunity to take your mortgage business to the next level right now. Head over to mortgagemarketing.pro.